Hey, and welcome to Epistle, a devotional podcast that goes through the New Testament one book at a time. Hey, everybody, grab your Bibles and turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 10, starting in verse 1. Now I, Paul, appeal to you with the gentleness and kindness of Christ. Though I realize you think I am timid in person and bold only when I write from far away. Well, I am begging you now, so that when I come, I won't have to be bold with those who think we act from human motives. We are human, but we don't wage war as humans do. We use God's mighty weapons, not worldly weapons, to knock down the strongholds of human reasoning and to destroy false arguments. We destroy every proud obstacle that keeps people from knowing God. We capture their rebellious thoughts and teach them to obey Christ. And after you have become fully obedient, we will punish everyone who remains disobedient. Look at the obvious facts. Those who say they belong to Christ must recognize that we belong to Christ as much as they do. I may seem to be boasting too much about the authority given to us by the Lord, but our authority builds you up. It doesn't tear you down. So I will not be ashamed of using my authority. I'm not trying to frighten you by my letters. For some say, Paul's letters are demanding and forceful, but in person he is weak and his speeches are worthless. Those people should realize that our actions when we arrive in person will be as forceful as what we say in our letters from far away. Paul continues to defend his ministry in the verses we're looking at today, and there are more jabs at these teachers that are in the city of Corinth that have bad and improper motives that would lead people to start to question Paul's authority as an apostle. The Corinthians have heard what Paul has had to say through his letters, and it's very likely that these improperly motivated teachers would have heard what Paul had to say through his letters as well, whether they heard them in person or those letters were still around and they got a hold of them and read them themselves. They've also likely heard Paul speak in person or at least heard word of mouth what he's like from the church, trying to figure out who it is that they are up against. And they would challenge his authority by pointing out the physical distance that he has and says, well, you know, it's bold of him to be able to say things like that over the letter. Uh, But when he's in person, there's kind of not a lot there that's there to be desired, right? There's something to be said about kind of the modern equivalent of this is like when you send an email or when you post something on a social media page where you have that digital courage because you're not there in person. So you would say things to someone that you might not say if you were there in person. Kind of like that. Paul has proven here that he's not afraid of calling out sin. And we've seen that in the first letter that we studied last season as we went through 1 Corinthians. And we've even seen a little bit of that now as we've gone through 2 Corinthians. Do you think he's just not going to do that when he's in person? Do you think he's just going to ignore sin? No. (laughs) From what we know about Paul, that is exactly not what he is going to do. From here on out, we take a look at Paul's refocusing on their ministry strategy. What is it that they try to do as ministers, as apostles, as one who has the authority from Christ to do this ministry, this work among the Gentiles? Paul points out here that they are waging a spiritual war, and it points us forward to what he writes to the Ephesians in chapter 6. We will get there. I, I know I keep saying that, but we will get there as we work our way through the New Testament. Paul is refuting false arguments. Now, notice here that that does not mean being argumentative. He is saying that when it comes to debating and talking with people, 
that Christianity demands logic, that it requires logic, that you being a person of faith doesn't mean that you throw out your brain. It means that you are, yes, accepting things that you don't understand, that you don't have answers to, that you will probably never be able to explain. But it does mean beyond just living in faith, it does also show us that there is quite a bit of logic that comes to what God is doing through Jesus. As they do this, he points out, Paul says that they have refuted false arguments by debating and talking with people. They're destroying obstacles that would keep people from knowing God. They capture rebellious thoughts that encourages people to start fighting and resisting the temptation to sin. All of this points us towards the instructions towards Christian discipline, that Christians, as they live in freedom, should also be living in discipline, that they should hone their minds and their bodies so that they would live in obedience to the instructions and teachings of Jesus. Why is Paul so bold in all of this? Because he has Christ's authority as an apostle. What's the proof of his authority? Well, we already studied that when we went through chapter 3, verse 2 of 2 Corinthians. The Corinthians themselves are the letter of recommendation proving that Paul has the authority to do this. They are the validation of the ministry that he is doing. And all of this, I know we keep coming back to this time and time again, but what is the goal of Paul instructing like this? Why is he teaching in this way? It's to try and encourage the Corinthians and us today to become more like Jesus Christ. Following personal motives and incentives and doing whatever you want ultimately leads to sin and to disobedience to God. And in a very real sense, Paul stands here today as he writes this part of 2 Corinthians as their spiritual shepherd. He cares very much for them. And part of the job of the shepherd is to take care of the flock and to defend from enemies that would try to harm it. And that is what he is doing here. He is ready to hold the Corinthians accountable for sin and also to point them towards a life of obedience to Jesus Christ at the same time. For us here today, as we consider the role of the spiritual shepherd that Paul is to the Corinthians, I want us to take some time and identify a couple of people in your life who you would say are spiritual shepherds. Thanks for listening to Epistle. You can find, follow, and give feedback on our Instagram page at E underscore Pistol. You can find all of the episodes for this podcast wherever you get your podcasts, and please feel free to share them with a friend. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.